الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد So we were talking about Sayyidina Yusuf والسلام, when he interpreted the dream for the two people one of them was saved the other person was killed he told this person whose dream meant that he would be saved that make, make sure you mention me to the king when you are there but that person forgot to mention Sayyidina Yusuf After some time, the king saw a dream. The dream was, Inni ara sab'a simani He says, I have seen in my dream that there are seven fat and big cows. They are eaten up by seven other cows that are very lean and they are very skinny they are very weak. So it should be the opposite that if there is really something that a cow will eat a cow, it will be the strong one will eat up the weak ones. But here is the opposite that he's seeing. And then, I see seven ears of grain or of corn, whatever that may be, that are green and then the rest are dry. The rest some of us say it was seven, and it could be Quran does not specify they were dry. Now he's telling people, tell me the meaning of my dream. So the people, the leaders that were over there, uh, that were approached to interpret the dream, those were one of those people of our times. That, you know, if you don't know, don't say I don't know. Just say there is a difference of opinion, there is, a, there is, you know, in one book it says this also. So this is, You know, these are just some confused visions. These are some mixture of false dreams and they have no meaning. When it's come to حل, which means meaningless dream, just... Uh, thoughts of a human being that he are repeating in his dream so we cannot interpret those type of dreams now this man who got his dream interpreted by Sayyidina Yusuf والسلام, he thought no no these people don't know what they're talking about I know someone who can give us the right answer but so he says to the king send me to Yusuf in prison I'm sure he can tell us the true meaning of this dream. Then he went to Yusuf والسلام, he was allowed to go, he went to Yusuf والسلام, he told him the whole dream. Yusuf والسلام, said to him, the meaning of the dream is, this is a very very important dream, the meaning of the dream is, You will be growing crops for seven years. For seven years continuous, you would be growing crops. And then, subhanAllah, look at the beauty of the Qur'an, the presentation, and at the same time, 
the difference between a prophet of Allah and any other person you know this person forgot about Yusuf these people put and imprisoned Yusuf with any, without any just uh, reason uh, there is no case against him they are not even considering his case they are not even looking into it and in that type of situation he would say you know what I'm not telling you people no, no meanings of dreams, but I'm telling you it's a very, very important dream if you only can find out the meaning. But if you get me out, then I'm going to tell you the meaning. No. See, this is what we saw in the story of all the Anbiya. La alayhi ajra. I don't ask you for anything in return for any service that I offer you. And this is one of those things. That Yusuf salam is not asking for anything in return. And not only this, See, this is the meaning of the dream. Then the rest of the ayah. So whatever you harvest, leave it in its ears, except for little that you would eat. This is not interpretation. What is this? This is advice based on the dream. Subhanallah. Look at the mukhlisin. Look at the ikhlas. Look at the nasiha, the sincerity and well-wisher that all of what these people are doing to him and he's not even asking for anything in order to interpret the dream for them and he's not just interpreting the dream he's telling them the solution also right there he's giving them the solution of how to come out of that difficult situation then so he said, this means seven years, we will have good seven years. After that, there will be seven very, very difficult years. In those years, we will not have no growth in our country. So then whatever we have preserved from the previous seven years, we will be eating those seven years. So we have to save enough for the next seven years during these coming seven years. After that, after those seven years, After that, one year will come in which there will be a lot of rain and people will extract a lot of juice, which means there will be a lot of fruits. When you have extra fruit, what do you do? You make juice. When you have a lot of fruits. So, people will start making juice. Now, According to many of the Mufassirin, this last part, there will be one year. This is not part of the dream. There is nothing in the dream that indicates to this one year. Yes, there is, the dream is telling us seven and seven years. But there is nothing that says there will be one, there was one thing there, or there was one cow, or one year. There is nothing. So they say this was a prediction from Sayyidina Yusuf based on the Wahy. When the king heard the meaning of the dream, he said, this man really knows what he's talking about. This is a very, very knowledgeable and a wise person. Bring him to me. Let me talk to him myself. So the person went to Yusuf and now time for Yusuf to be out of the prison. That's it. You're free. He says, the king is calling you. He wants to talk to you. He's very impressed. He's very happy. Yusuf says, I'm not ready to go out. Subhanallah. Look at the subat. They said he, he stayed in the prison for seven years. Seven years he was in the prison. And after that, when he's invited by the king 
He says, I'm not ready to go out. Why? He says, Irja ila Rabbi, go to the king, go to your master. What was the story of those women who cut their hands? And look here again, a beautiful lesson that he's teaching us. He is not saying, first thing, find out from the wife of Al Aziz and get her story out and then talk to other women. He is just keeping that thing as a secret. He's not trying to expose one person specifically. He's not pointing his finger towards her. And especially after what her husband has done for him, he said that he has really taken good care of me and therefore I don't want to hurt him in any way. So even now, at this situation, he doesn't want to say anything against his wife, although she is the one who did everything. From the beginning to the end, she is the one who did it. But he doesn't, he doesn't want to hurt her husband's feeling. And therefore he's not mentioning her name. And he says, Tell him to find out what was the story of all of those women who cut their hands. My Rabb, well aware of their plots. So now the king really wants Yusuf to come out and he wants to talk to Yusuf He wants to take his advice on how to do things and... Uh, with the, such an important message that he received from Yusuf So he called those women and asked them, What was your story when you were trying to tempt Yusuf about himself? And right there, They said, God forbid, it was nothing wrong from his side. We don't know anything wrong from about him. At this time, the wife of Aziz, she herself voluntarily she came up and said, Now truth has come out. I'm the one who was tempting him. He didn't do nothing to me. Surely he's truthful. This ayah has a very, very deep and a lot of explanation of tafsir. Therefore, I will just give you a brief translation. As far as who said it, referring to who, what does it mean? Those are details that we have to leave it to the tafsir. She is saying, this is so that he would know that I was not deceiving him. I was not betraying him in his absence. So who's saying betraying who? And what does betraying means over here? As I said, this is something that has its own details in tafsir. I do not absolve myself. I'm not saying that my nafs does not do anything wrong. Who's saying this? Again, some Mufassirin say that this is Yusuf saying it. Some other Mufassirin say, no, this is still the woman, uh, Imra'atul Aziz. She is saying this. Finally now, this matter is also solved and it's clear that Yusuf didn't do anything wrong and they are the ones who try to tempt Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam. So now they get Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam out. They went back to Yusuf alayhi salam. Everything is resolved. Everyone is convinced. It wasn't your fault. And now the king is calling you. Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam went to him. The king said, bihi nafsi. Bring him to me. I want to keep him specifically for myself. Which means now I want him to be my personal assistant in this country. The king wants Yusuf to become his personal assistant. 
And Yusuf والسلام, went to him. King told him everything that he wants. So Yusuf والسلام, he told him, Amin. Today you have a well placed in our you are well placed in our country, you have a good place to stay in our country. In, sim, in simple words, we can say we are giving you a citizenship of our, our country, and we are giving you a good place and a position in our country. Aminun, you are trustworthy also. Yusuf said, based on your dream and what you are telling me right now, if you really want me to do something for you, appoint me as the minister of finance of the country, on the treasures of the country, on the financing of the country. Because inni hafizun, one is I'm gonna guard it, I'm gonna safeguard that, I'm gonna make sure that is not being abused. That system is not getting abused. Number two, alimun, I know how to deal with it. Why? He lived in the house of Al Aziz for a long time there. So he was there and he, as I said, that was the minister of, uh, the minister of finance. So Yusuf والسلام, during that period, he learned everything about how these things are taken care of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now tells us the resolution. This is how we gave Yusuf والسلام, the power in that land. He could settle in it wherever he wants. He can go anywhere in the country and he have a place over there. Not just one house. Now everything is in his control. And especially he used to go around to make sure that every system where there is any type of financing, that thing is not being abused because we may want to make sure that during these seven years, we take care of all of this in such a way that we don't have to suffer in the next seven years. And subhanAllah, the planning was such in the next seven years, you know, when that type of situation comes in the country, there is a lot of begging. People, you'll see beggars are out on the street. You see a lot of corruption. And you see that uh, people are abusing the systems. Yusuf made it such that during the seven years of famine, not a single beggar throughout the country. In fact, people from other countries used to come and get help from Egypt at that time. During these seven years when Egypt is going through famine, but other countries are getting help from Egypt during that period. Subhanallah. This is how Yusuf managed everything in the country. And subhanallah, you see, here, the power of Rabbul Alameen subhanahu wa ta'ala. The background, and this may be a good time to see, look at the background of the surah. The background of Surah Yusuf is, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was in Makkah Mukarramah, and the kuffar of Quraysh were constantly saying, sending people to Medina to find out from the Jews of Medina Munawwara of what will be some difficult questions to ask him that he may not have the answers for. Because we want to disprove this man and we want to prove that he is not a prophet and he doesn't know everything. So they sent a person to Medina and he, he said, ask him about how did the children of Ibrahim ended up in Egypt? How did the children of Ibrahim ended up in Egypt? Which means in simple words, how did Bani Israel ended up in Egypt? Because Bani Israel were in Palestine from Iraq, Ibrahim moved to Palestine, and they were settled over there. So how did Bani Israel go to Egypt? So this whole thing now is telling us that how did Bani Israel go to Egypt? Who was Bani Israel? Yusuf is Bani Israel. 
And this is telling us how did Yusuf ended up in Egypt by being thrown in a well by his brothers, then people took him out, they sold him to a person in Egypt, and now he's settled in Egypt, and after some time he gets into the prison, and now he comes out of the prison, and he gets to the power in Egypt. So subhanAllah, look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plans. What brothers are planning, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is planning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have the best of the plans for Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam. Brothers are trying to just get rid of him and destroy him. At the end, Yusuf is sitting in that position where he is the most powerful person over there in the country. Not only this, you see the next part is even more amazing. When there was a famine in the country and all around that area, so in Palestine, people seem going through the same situation. So Yaqub said to his sons that, we heard that the uh, ruler of Egypt, he's a very kind person and he has some, uh, he has uh, saved a lot of food and things and we are going through some very difficult time. So maybe go and try to buy some food from, the, from him. So they went there. When they arrived over there and they approached this person who was in charge of everything, he recognized them. They could not recognize him. How would they recognize him? At that time, he was just, he was about seven, eight years old boy. And now, he's close to 40. But he recognized his brothers, and according to uh, the Torah, or, or we should call it the Old Testament, and other history books, initially he was doubting it. So he called them in a private meeting. And he started asking, why did you people come from Palestine? Some people are doubting that you may be here trying to spy on us. What are you, and especially, mashallah, 10 big, strong people. So, what are you people doing here? How did you come over here? Who did you leave back home? Who, how many people you have in your family? From this, he really found out that these are his own brothers. So, after, once he found out that these are his brothers, he gave them everything they were looking for. See, you told me that you have another brother. Next time, when you come, make sure you bring your brother with you. If you don't bring your brother with you, I'm not giving you no food next time. You're not getting anything from us any time, uh, next time. So if you have to come to me next time, bring your food, bring your brother with you. They went back, told their father. He said, no, 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 no. I trusted you about Yusuf before. I'm not going to trust you about Ibn Yamin now. They kept on talking to him, convincing him. And then as they are talking and they're opening their bags, they found out that the, whatever payment they made for the food this time, all of it was, re, was put back in their bags. So they got all of that payment back also. So he didn't charge them anything and gave them all the food. SubhanAllah, they said, this man is very generous. And Yusuf والسلام, did this so that when they will see that, okay, we have money now. So right now we have money to buy more. Let's go and buy it right now. Take a trip quickly there. He wants them to go back quick. So when they found that thing and they find all their money back in their bags, so they said to their dad, see, we found everything and we found uh, our money in our bag. Uh, we should go back. But 
there is no benefit of going without our brother because he said, if you don't bring him, I'm not giving you nothing. Yusuf alayhi salatu, Ya'qub alayhi salatu wassalam said, لَنْ أُرْسِلَهُ مَعَكُمْ حَتَّى تُؤْتُونِ مَوْثِقًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ لَتَأْتُنَّنِي بِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ يُحَاطَ بِكُمْ I will not send him with you until you make a strong promise to me on the name of Allah that you would bring him back to me unless, unless that something happens, some circumstances come up where you get stuck and you are not able to come back. I said, okay, we promise you that we will make sure that we will not hurt him in any way. We will not, we will bring him back. Now when they went back, they went back to Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam. Yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam, he said, last time I investigated you people, I didn't talk to your brother. I need to find out some more information from him. He takes him on a side in a different room and he says to him, inni ana akhuk. You know what I mean? I'm your brother. Don't say anything to anyone right now. I don't want anyone to find out, but you're my brother. I'm Yusuf. Subhanallah, how happy Binyamin must be at that time. So, Don't be uh, of, uh, don't bother yourself and don't worry about anything that they used to do to you. Now, those days are over. Ya'qub alayhi salatu wassalam, one of the things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions here in Quran, Ya'qub alayhi salatu wassalam, when he was sending his sons, he said, Ya baniya la tadkhulu min babin wahid, wadkhulu min abwabin mutafarriqah. When you enter there, wherever that, you know, it may be a castle, it may be a, an office or where you would go and try to get the food. When you go there, don't try to enter all of you from the same door. Enter from different doors. I don't want people looking at 11 brothers, mashallah, entering the room all together, handsome brothers. They are all children of a prophet. So of course, they get some features of these Anbiya So 11 brothers all together entering the room at once and everyone will start looking. Look, mashallah, look, look. And many times people won't even say mashallah. So he said, لا تدخلوا من باب واحد. Don't enter from one door. وَدْخُلُوا مِنْ أَبْوَابٍ مُتَفَرِّقَةٍ and he also told them, This is not going to save you against anything that is written against you in the Qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at least we have to use our means, whatever we have within our control, to protect our souls. So when they entered, when they entered the way their father told them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whatever Allah had planned for them, that was not going to change. This was something in the heart of Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam, he did it. Telling us that, of course, nothing wrong. See, a prophet of Allah is trying to use the worldly means and getting any type of protection for himself, for his children, for his family. But at the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decision is final. And if God forbid, still after you used whatever you can, after you tried your best, still if things are not working out in your favor, don't complain. Leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when these people now are ready to leave, 
Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam took a big cup or something like that that was of gold and he put it in the bag of his brother Binyamin. When these people left and as they were going away, a person started calling, O oh people of this group, some of you are thieves. They turned back and they looked at them and said, What are you talking about? What is it that you're missing? We are missing the bowl or the cup of the king. No, we don't know anything about it. Okay, let's, I'm going to offer you something. Because we don't want to go into any problems, any difficulties. I'll offer you something. Whoever has it and gives it to us, we will, I will make sure that we will give him one camel load of food. But they don't know anything. So no, we don't have it. I said, okay, then we'll have to check your bags. They started checking all the bags and finally they found it in Binyamin's bag. See, we found it here. And this is in front of all of them. Now, when they are looking at Binyamin having this, they don't know what to say. So Yusuf salam, or the person who was representing Yusuf salam in this situation, he asked them, he said, what should we do to this person now? In fact, this was before they found it. They said, okay, what if you are really a thief and someone really has stolen it? So they said, In our country, according to our rules, when someone steals someone's stuff, then this person has to stay with that person to serve him like a slave for some time. Some say for two years, some say for longer. But bottom line is, you will keep that person as a slave to serve you for some time. This is what Yusuf wanted. Checking the bags, they take out, okay, from Binyamin, Binyamin had it. So now, he says, this boy, this brother of yours has to stay here. Now they're looking at each other, what are we going to do? And this is another very important lesson. If they would have stayed quiet, rather than saying the punishment themselves, Rather than, this is why the best way when you want to punish someone, you ask that person from the very beginning, what if you did it, what punishment should we apply on you? Ask him from the very beginning. Let him assign the punishment to himself. If he assigns a very small punishment, that means he did it. If he assigns a big punishment, still there is a possibility and you find out, then you can tell him this is what you said he's going to be should do to you. And this is why it's all best not to say anything. Stay quiet. When you're asked what punishment, say, please forgive me. But don't apply, don't assign the punishment to yourself. And this was the mistake that they made. They said, This is when a person, this is when someone talks too much. Really, it's what a beautiful, uh, small uh, statement that I have seen. Uh, they say, the, the fish will, can never be caught if it will keep its mouth. If it will not open its mouth. I think I'll use a better word. That if it doesn't open the mouth, the hook will not go into the mouth. 
So really, this is when we get stuck. Rasulullah advised us, Man samata najah, the person who stays quiet will be safe. And this is exactly what we see over here. That they, they said it. Jazawhu mawunida fi rahli So now, Yusuf says, according to this, we should keep your brother. So they said, now brothers are realizing, we can't let our father go into any worse situation than what he's already going through. We can't afford to do this anymore. That's it. We have done enough to hurt his feeling. Now, one brother is going to be, this one is gone. He will not trust us for anything for sure. And at the same time, we cannot see the pain that he will go through. So they said, okay, take one of us. He said, no, no, no. That's not the rule. The rule that she said is the same person. We will be doing zulm on that person that we will take. Why? We should take someone else. That is zulm. We will keep the same person that has stolen this item. So, they had to leave the brother with Yusuf and they went back. Now one of the brothers said, I don't have any way to show my face to my dad. I'm not coming back with you guys. I'm staying here. Until I find out what is our dad's decision about this matter. I can't show him my face. You people go back and tell him the whole story. And then let's see what dad decide about the thing. If I feel that I have the chance of coming back and dad not being upset with me and he is still ready to trust us, then I will come back home. Otherwise, I'm not coming home. So now Yaqub instead of losing just two, he lost three children. Subhanallah. Look at the test when it comes. He's losing now three children and those brothers went back to inform their father Yaqub of everything that has happened. When they went back to Yaqub again he said, This is something that there is a plot behind this. This is a plot. This is something that your nafs have made up for you. I'm still going to practice patience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew that Yaqub is at his limit of sabr. After all, human beings are human beings. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah tested him for not with an easy test here. Sometimes when we look at our test and we think, you know, why, why, and why, and why? So many whys. Yaqub alayhi salatu salam doesn't have no whys there. It's only sabrun jameel. That's it. I will have patience. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The words that Yaqub used at the time when he got the news of losing the other two children now are amazing. Inshallah, we'll talk about them tomorrow. Sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqi. Sayyidina wa khabirina wa nabiyina wa muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi.